Welcome to AC Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Jared. Greetings, programs. I'm Adrian. And we're going to do things a little bit backwards this week. No, 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 no. Or not necessarily backwards, just out of order. Because backwards, we'd start with Heroes of the Week, which you'd still probably forget, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> uh, start Heroes. I'd but still have to go week. last. We're going to have, what we're going to do this week is books that came out this week, then we're going to talk about our book club book, and then our main topic for the night is going to be last. The Man in Black. Uh, Black Adam, because it just came out. There could be spoil. There will be spoilers. If, especially if you haven't seen the movie, then like you may want to not listen to that part. But we'll let you know before we do that. And then come back towards like the last two minutes, because that's the Hero of the Week, which Jared will forget about again yep. by then, between now and then. Probably. More than likely. Uh, so yeah, that's our order of operations tonight. We're saving uh, Black Adam for last-ish, because spoilers and yeah. Uh, so, with that, let's talk about books that came out this week, Wednesday, October 26, 2022, the last Wednesday of the month. The last Wednesday? It is the um, last So, it is the last Wednesday days. of October, uh, which means there's a bunch of horror books that came out this month and this week also. Like, it seemed like this week was extra, like, oh, crap, we forgot the rest of the month. Here we go! Oh, no. Um, you know what made me sad this, this year? No Halloween Comic Fest? Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. No, uh, that Star Wars didn't do their tales, their Vader's castles of horror. The tales tales. from Vader's castle. Yeah, that one. The IDW. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not Marvel. Right. Yeah, I think it's IDW. Pretty sure. Uh, Because they're the ones that do the Star Wars adventures usually. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And whatever. And and they're kitty, you know, not like meow meow, but like, you know, small. They're for miners. Not for people uh, that, you know, dig stuff up, but other miners. Right, uh, they're miners, but they're always miners. just fun stories. They're just little fun Name that movie horror reference. stories. What's that? Name that movie reference. I, they're I, not miners. They're miners. Nothing. Do you? Have, I've heard it, but I don't know what it's from. Uh-huh. Never give up. Never surrender. Galaxy. Oh, Galaxy. Quest? Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Quest. Yeah, that's when they try to find the fuel source for their ship. Like, oh, they're a bunch of miners. Yeah, but where they? Where they? No, miners, not miners. Yeah. Oh. oh, it's actually pretty good. Cool. I've heard. Yeah, I know. It's and I remember fun. that was one of the first times I saw Sigourney Weaver in something other than Aliens. And it, it's not a great movie. Like, sure. it is very much a product of its time. Sure. But it's a shame that they were getting ready to do a second one when Alan Tudyk died. Like, oh, we're going to. Not Alan Tudyk. Or not Alan Tudyk. Um, um, what's his name from Harry Potter also um, and Die Hard? Uh, Rick, Rick, I don't know. Um, oh boy. Oh yeah, we're, we're gonna th- that name. Mm-hmm. Uh shoot. Hey we're Siri, gonna... who played Severus Snape? Oh, she's not gonna answer because it's on Disney. Uh, let's see. I'm Rick Moranis. Nope. Pull up Imdaba. Uh... You know the people. You, the people that are listening, they're like yep. the words. Yep, they're like you guys are idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah we are. <laughs> Alan Rickman. Alan I was Rickman. close with the Rick. Yeah. You had Alan, right? Uh, Alan, yeah. Uh, I came down with the Rickman. Yeah, well, when he died, like, okay, we're definitely not, we're not gonna do it without him. Yeah, you can't. He, he is. You really shouldn't. I mean, and he's the. I would say he's the second star in that movie. Oh I mean, yeah, it's definitely Tim Allen is the head. Yep, and uh, Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver is the. Is the love interest slash also yeah. co-head, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. it is Alan Rickman that steals the whole movie and mm-hmm. uh, the kid. Well, he was grown. Uh, he played Eddie Munster. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, 
don't know his name. And Monk is in there too. Yep. <laughs> uh, it, it's just it's a great show. Yeah. Uh, Rain Wilson's in it too. Before oh, yeah. that's the right. That's right. Uh, yeah, whole bunch of greatness. Uh, that, that's your homework for the for the next two weeks, Adrian. Okay. Between now and the next podcast. Yeah, I'm trying to find time. Uh, what was the name of the West? superhero movie that he was in? Which he? Uh, Dwight. Um, he was. It in... was awful. Oh, yeah, that was bad. Um, oh, what was it called? It was him and Ellen Page, I think. It was like he had a red suit. Yeah, yeah. and he had like a yeah. like a billy club for a weapon. I thought. Yeah. It was not great. Oh, it, young Justin Long was. I still have Galaxy Quest. Justin Long is in it as like. A high schooler. I think that's who he was talking about. Oh yeah, Sam Lloyd from the from Scrubs is in it as wow. well. Yeah, so many people. Uh, yeah, I'm not. It's it's yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, but it definitely it's still worth watching. Right, Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. Not, not that the, other one. Not that other one. <laughs> yeah. So I'll look it up later. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's go with the books that came out this week. Uh. It's a weird light week. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared had nothing in his pull file this week, yeah. so he was just off the wall. I had only a couple things that I pulled off the wall, and only a couple things. Like it was, it was really bizarre. Uh, I think I read more DC than anybody else, though. That's what I was thinking. I've got the Human Target. I've got uh, Gilded City, the Gotham Knights prequel book. DC Vampires in uh, Beyond the White Knight. Uh, so yeah, uh, and only one Marvel book. Which is actually my last one for a while. So, uh, with that, Jared, why don't you talk about one of the books that came out this week? All right. The first one that I pulled that I uh, was surprised, um, Dead Mall by Dark Horse. It's uh, written by Adam Cesar, something like that. Sure. I'll go with it. Is that like a a Star Wars sequel with Darth Maul? Could be. C-E-S-A-R-E. That's how that one's spelled. But uh, this was... No, it's just his shadow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So this was a story about a demon or some type of supernatural monster type thing that lived in a mall. I would say it is the mall itself is possessed. A possessed mall. Yep. Uh, But uh, so it talks about how when malls were thriving that people could easily disappear and no one would ever find them you know and mm, mm-hmm. whatever it would do it eat them or whatever it, it was, doesn't really it was say a kidnapping or they yeah. just run away or who right. knows because there's so but now that malls are pretty much defunct it's basically you know okay it's harder to find people people wander in they disappear people start to notice because if they're in just a small group of four or five people and mm-hmm. the one's missing it's very obvious they have to eat the whole group of people now instead of just one person at a time right so this was surprisingly really good um i overthought some of it uh towards the beginning we discussed it a little bit before so alex uh enlightened me that i'm you're thinking way too much at least dumb this down at least that's the way that i took it (laughs) yeah Uh, i'll put it that way and uh, after talking i agree wholeheartedly with you but um it was a good first issue some of it was a little creepy like uh they're in a dark room with some mannequins and they take a picture and the scary monsters behind them and no one notices until they see the picture type of deal you know it's not over the top horror slasher right and it's got uh it's got adrian kicking the mics yep and the table which is the mics are attached to But uh, it's got, it's a little, some of it's a cliche horror stuff, you know. Oh, the monster's behind me. He's gone, you know. But for me, but, I got a cat and mouse. Like, I'm playing yes, with you sort of thing. Like, oh, right. I could kill you, but now we'll just keep 
tor- we'll draw this out right. because we don't have anybody come here any- anymore. That and there was another. Like I didn't know if there was it was possessed by two beings. Like one was trying to help at the end. There or is if it was a just, mysterious stranger. Yeah, we'll put it that way. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So um, we'll see what goes on. This is just a four-part miniseries, um, self-contained story. First issue was surprisingly good. I think so. this one will read really well in trade. Agreed. Uh, especially being four issues. It's not going to be mm-hmm. drawn out. Kind of like the Me, Love, in the Dark, how that was five issues, I, I think. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, less is more. Because yeah. they don't need to drag it out if they don't have to. No, There's a lot that happens not. in here. Right. And... There's a lot that happens, but nothing happens also. Right. In a good way. It flowed really well. Right. So this is the exposition, but it was it's an exciting exposition. Right. So I'd like to see where they're going with it a little bit further, you know, the next issue to see more in depth. Maybe we get a little bit more detail on the the possession or the creature or whatever and uh, see where they go with it. I think it'll be fun. All right. Uh, Adrian, what is one on your list for this week that you want to talk about? Uh, Let's go with uh, Batman Beyond the White Knight. Batman Beyond the White Knight, uh, book six, I think, out of eight. I believe eight is the correct answer. Uh, you know, it's it's weird. I'm going to love the book. I'm going to finish loving uh, the ending and everything like that. But um, I think in like issue two or three, there was something that happened. Uh, I already forgot, so it's obviously not that memorable. But, oh, uh, yeah, I'll spoil it. Uh, when uh, Terry McGinnis, who has the, the Beyond batman suit just suddenly changes his mind and goes to help bruce wayne because no i didn't kill your father he did oh okay i'll fight him instead and then now we're getting uh, a couple of uh kind of fillers um well I, for me if and a couple confusion things too it definitely felt like there's two acts to this book there's oh, yeah. the terry mcginnis story which Looking at it now, seemed, it isn't the seemed focus. forced. It seemed forced, yeah. honestly. Like, yeah. oh, and now we're having this guy that is because his parent, his dad, and whatever, but that's only like two or three issues out of the eight issues. Ultimately, it's still about Bruce. Yeah, right. And Bruce and uh, Nigma, or not Nigma, uh, Napier and Harley. Oh, yeah. It's about the it's about the love triangle. And there's a lot that goes on. I mean, the previous issue. Uh, it was hilarious when Joker possessed. Oh yeah, when oh. or or not Joker. Sorry, different personality. The program when, when Napier possessed Bruce's body. Right. Yes. Uh, and it it's funny. It, it didn't dawn on me until whatever you just said right there, kind of uh, triggered what this is really all about. So now I kind of like the book a little bit more. Like I just it, it got some points. So Sean Murphy played on our love or liking of Terry McGinnis and that character and created Batman Beyond the White Knight. And, Batman Beyond. And so we're like, oh, cool. It's it's the same universe. It's Batman Beyond. No, it's beyond himself as the Dark Knight, as the... It, well, that's getting beyond it, Joker even too, because Joker was the White Knight. It's beyond all of those. Yeah. It, it, so it's this It's world. not Batman Beyond. It's Batman... Beyond the point that we were expecting. Right. And has very little, like... The hook was there with, with Batman Beyond, the White Knight. Like, oh, it's Batman Beyond. Right. Cool, it's the White Knight universe. Cool. Let's see where this goes. And it worked. It, I was totally okay with the first few issues with not even seeing a lot of Terry and not seeing a lot of the suit. Uh, it, in fact, we what we, we opened with getting the suit. 
And that's really about it. And then it ran to like, okay, he had it. He's fighting Bruce. And then, oh, not anymore. Here we go. Done. And then it's a story about Bruce beyond being Batman. Because I was totally expecting this story arc to be this whole series of the traditional Batman Beyond where Bruce Mm -hmm. is in the chair. He's the one over the radio and everything. It's like, no, no, this is still about, this is still about Bruce and his family. Like it's about him still. And so it's a play on the words of the title and, um, dang it, Sean Murphy, you, 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 you tricked me. You got me. But in a good way. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, there's there's some cliche stuff going on that I'm liking with uh, uh, powers. Um, the the villain of the story arc. Yeah, I think they're trying. I think he's trying to uh, not leave any loose ends. I don't know if it's been officialized that this is the last Beyond or not, or last White Knight, or the last White Knight. Um, I, I've enjoyed the side stories with uh, Jason Todd. Um, it's good. It, it is a good book. It will read just as well in trade as I'm, I'm picking up in singles. I think it'll read better still. I think that's the whole this whole franchise of the White Knight stuff. Just it reads really well in trade. It does yeah, really because, because, well it, for this because it's such a thick story too. Yeah. like there's a lot. That there's happens. a lot. There's a lot to unpack there. And with you figure eight issues, if it's eight months. But let's not even factor in the two issues that were one shots there in between. Like, that's a lot of, you're going to read this over the course of a year or read it in a long afternoon sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's all done. Uh, but yeah, uh, Batman Beyond the White Knight, uh, book six out of ten. I'm, I'm ten st- or eight? Or uh, eight. Uh, still loving the art. I'm still loving the writing. Uh, and you can't make everybody happy with the way you write. So yep. I'm sure there are things that other people don't like or the things that I like. Or don't like other people really like. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about before where they where they changed the order of the Robins, where Jason Todd was the first one, oh, and yeah. then Dick mm-hmm. was the second one, versus traditionally it was Dick first, then Jason. Um, but like, and they do they change stuff like that. The romance between uh, Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon that has played out a little bit more. Um, so the rest of the supporting cast really nothing stands out to me. Like, oh, they're they're there. They help drive the overall plot sure. forward mm-hmm. without driving the meat they the changed the jason todd story a lot um which was fine um they yeah uh the the relationship between bruce and barb uh barbara gordon kind of threw me in this one just because i'm like i had to read it a couple times like who is she talking about who is her husband and yeah just and it, yeah it works yeah it I, does work it just yeah. I think it'll be better read all of them in trade in a mm-hmm. row. Um, because there is so much that has happened to of like, oh, the GTO versus the GCPD and who is this character and that character. It's just it's a very like we said, it's a thick story that there's a lot going on. And I'm finally coming to terms that I like Napier being in Bruce's head. It works really he well. Kind of says what I think. Like even when uh Bruce goes to rescue Dick from falling and Napier just out of nowhere from the side of the panel is like, this is going to be epic. And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's kind of what he's I was kid. thinking. He's a kid enjoying the ride. So, um, my, one last thing I want to mention with that, the whole series that they've done, everything up to this point is the way they work with shadows also. Oh yeah. Of like, mm-hmm. okay, who's in control of Bruce's body? Is it Jack or is it Bruce? Bruce. Uh, what's going on? Like when he's, 
Root jumps down to save uh, Dick in that one scene. In the background, you had the classic shadows mm-hmm. from what book was that? Um, Jared, you would you would know it. I'll pull up the page here. It's like a lightning shadow. Uh, I just oh, had it. Yeah. Oh come on, not that. There, that that pose. Uh, the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, yes, yeah, The thank Dark you. Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns yeah. pose, where they're jumping off the rooftop, and but it's like, oh, they're both falling. That Their pose is nowhere near the, what the shadow is. Right. But it's harkening back to when they were Batman and Robin together. Yeah. And just, it, they do a bunch of fun things like that. Like, oh, when Harleen Quinzel is talking, she has her Harley Quinn costume mm-hmm. as the shadow and everything. Like, it just works really well. So, yeah. Uh, Batman Beyond the White Knight is number six, is your pick. Yeah, it's definitely one of them. Um, one thing I want to talk about is Thunderbolts number three. This is not your typical Marvel book, where it's all super serious. This is what, we, what we've talked about before off the podcast. Like, it's a funny book where it is. I mean, Hawkeye is the team leader and not everyone listens to him and it just doesn't necessarily pan out the way it should. This is only a five-issue miniseries, I think, in this issue three. I remember I got the first issue because you talked about it here on the show. Um, and I had lots of fun with it. And with this one, I like it too because all right, they they just got done with a, a job. They weren't super – they got the job done but not as efficiently as they could. So Hawkeye's like, okay, guys, we need to do some team-building exercises. We're going to do some training. So he pops a smoke bomb and he's like, all right, we're playing tag. If you get tagged by my arrows, you're out. And he has different – like he has a boomerang arrow. Uh, he – has like punt a boxing glove arrow, just random gimmicky stuff that like, Oh, they're having fun with the character Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a fun book. I enjoy it. Um, there's not a whole lot to say other than if you're into fun Hawkeye stories, this is right up your alley. Well, and, and that book is doing a pretty good job of introducing brand spanking new characters, introducing brand new and, introducing or reintroducing characters that you've heard of, but like, Oh, I don't really get their gimmick. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what's her name? That was from WandaVision. Uh, Photon. Photon. Uh, she's in this and they're explaining her a little bit more. Uh, power man, not Luke Cage, power man, but the new power man. Oh, that's what's, right. what's his thing. <clears throat> and it just, it is, it's, it's fun. And, 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 and realistically speaking, eventually, I don't know. Maybe maybe we won't, but we, we have to learn to be okay with the idea of living in a world without Spider-Man or without Hawkeye or without Superman or... Making new characters. Right. And establishing new characters. Right. And um, so books like this can do a really good job of like, hey, you remember that person you saw in this miniseries? Well, you liked them. You liked him or her, and now here's his or her book. Right. This reminds me a lot of the West Coast Avengers. Like, oh, it's not the main thing. Which one? <laughs> yes. But, it's, I mean, and Hawkeye was the leader of the West Coast Avengers as well at one point. So that works out. Oh, yeah. But it's like, oh, it's not super serious, but there are still, I mean, you have major powers of these characters that they, sure. they have. Um, but they're not always, not everyone needs to have their own book. So instead of having their own book, let's put them in a team up. Let's mm-hmm, throw mm-hmm, them in here. Mm-hmm. Like, do we need a Power Man book? No, yeah. not really. Do we need a photon book? No, yeah. not really. But that doesn't mean they shouldn't get one. But right. nobody or, cares about them enough, right, to try to invest money into that character. 
I mean, and there's a lot of the newer Marvel MCU characters that are in this. Uh, Photon is in there. America Chavez, which was in Doctor Strange, Multiverse Madness, is in here. Um, so there definitely seems like, well, those, oh. Those characters have been, I mean, Monica has been around for a long time. But they weren't in but, the main front. No, I know. Uh, and, 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 and what's your face? Chavez was a relatively recent new creation. Early 2000s, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, they haven't found either of their footings. I mean, uh, Monica was kind of you know, lost in, 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 in the color as it were. Uh, and then Chavez just hasn't had, I don't know. She I don't know what it is about her story. that hasn't, exactly, has prevented that from happening. Now, I think Multiverse of Madness helps because like she's a main character within that movie. Yeah, but. <sighs> she's not the main, but she's a main. Like she is a device using to move the story. Sure, but you could have put almost anybody else in there because the whole goal was to kill her. But the, it helps with her because she could also travel through dimensions. And sure. that's how they use that. What's her power in the comic? Very similar. She can punch stars through dimensions and she's like, she is like Superman with the strength and invulnerability. Okay. And sometimes when she does punches, like stars come around her hands and that's like supercharged. It's very, her, I think that's part of it too, is her powers are so hard to define other sure. than, okay, she can punch holes in dimensions that look like stars. Okay, but what else? Well, she's super strong, but that's a dime a dozen for superheroes. Uh, now, there is some interesting drama going on with this, though, where she's losing her powers a little bit, and she's trying to figure out what's going on. Like, why am I losing my powers now? She doesn't okay. want to be America Chavez anymore. Uh, <laughs> going to Spider-Man with that. Uh, but, and like, she passes out in the middle of the subway on this for some random reason. It's just right. part of her powers coming and going, and at, sometimes it's fine, sometimes it's not fine. But it's, yeah, it is an interesting point of like, well, why isn't she taken off at all yet? And like, well, I mean, it just takes one good writer to make it blow up. Sure, sure. I mean, look at how long was Deadpool around before he was actually popular. He came around in the 90s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until 2006, 2007, Secret Invasion, when they reintroduced him and he got real popular then. And it's blown up ever since then. Mm-hmm. So... It just it just takes time with characters. They don't always take off at first, and eventually they may gain popularity. They may fade away into nothing. I mean, for every Deadpool that gets popular, there's the Joker's daughter that does nothing and disappears. Who's that punchline? No, that's a, no. that's his newest girlfriend. Joker's and even then, not really. Daughter. Joker's daughter was the girl that had his face strapped to her face. Oh, like, oh, she's the movie. Right? What happened to her? Yeah, she just faded away. No one yeah. cares. No one gave a crap. So yeah. totally forgot about her. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, 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 like I said, there's an infinite number of characters like, oh, I don't care until all of a sudden I do. And then it's like, oh, now there's money on that random sure. issue of whatever. Uh, but anyway, Jared, do you have any other books this week that came out that you want to talk about? Um, I haven't read read it fully. I just skimmed it. But uh, Gotham Knights. Which Adrian <clears throat> and I both read it, so we can mm-hmm, help you out mm-hmm, with that. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Uh, Let's see, Gilded City. So it's uh, based off of the video game, or it's not it's based off of it's the prequel to the video game. Um, Bruce is alive. Yeah, um, it looks pretty good for the most part. There was um, one scene in the middle of it that kind of threw me off. There's a flashback scene. There's a that, whole sequence. Of yeah, a, 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 it's yeah. I don't know if it's. I haven't played the game. I haven't gotten the game yet or anything. So I don't know if it like part you know part of the game's lore or anything like that or i, if I would hope yeah or if it's gonna uh, touch base in excuse me in a uh, future game uh, future issues but um 
Batman is on the trail of some mysteries and he leads him to Bloodhaven is pretty much the premise of this uh, issue. And well, Nightwing's he, none too pleased about it. Nope, Nightwing is not happy because Nightwing doesn't work for him anymore. Hey, we do see, you know, the the the, the Bat team kind yeah. of working together and, and yep. obviously that's the whole premise of, of the video game where Bruce is gone and and everything like that. So it kind of intros instantly with uh, what Damien and uh, uh, Barbara. It's, it's not and, Damien. Is that or Tim? It's Tim, sure it's Tim, Tim. Drake. Yeah. You're right. Um, Tim and Barbara are still on good terms with Bruce, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. Jason, so. Yeah. Jason's on the oust. Nightwing's on the oust. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it, it, it's, it's this interesting issue. Uh, I liked it, I think. I hope. Um, there were a couple things about it that, that threw me. Uh, the main thing was the art. Um, the art very much reminded me of, you know, the free comic book at the movie when the theater, when yeah. a movie comes out and this yep. is based off, you know, it's like, okay, it's a pretty loosey goosey prequel yeah. or whatever. It's a cheap cartoony style. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, I think it works with the story. Um, and I, I think the only real negative, cause even that isn't so much of a negative it's just an art style um is the flashback i don't know yeah i don't know what's going on there what well i mean we we get clear a clear story right right but but it literally goes from uh, modern day tim drake worried about something 1847 yeah and it's like um what you weren't even talking about anything like right it's just for one page and uh, then it goes back to the next door, to back to the modern. Well, it day. it does that a couple times. I was just saying, like it yeah. just it's like one page flashbacks here and there. So we get introduced to this uh, kind of superhero character, vigilante, uh, back in the day who protects uh, this carriage from uh, what police officers, uh, basically racist police officers who want to keep Gotham quote unquote clean, and. Uh, that's it like it's and then it goes right back to uh what was it it's like uh it's as i said i'm just a runaway so i'm assuming he's gonna be called runaway uh looking to help others find freedom and then literally the next page is gotham present day i'm like wait what what just happened i'm sure it'll get explained well and for me like the both stories are good by themselves, but the way it's broken How up. How are they connected? The, and the way it's broken up is what's weird. Right. Like, right. If they yeah. had just the Gotham 1847, like, okay, here, we're going to show the founding of Gotham. And that, sure. that'd be this? Then sure, cool. Fine. If we're going to have just the modern day. Because they're in the modern day, they're figuring out this weird virus of mm-hmm. sorts that is making people, you know, whatever they want, get cranked up to 11. They have to sure. experience whatever. And once they, they, once they get that euphoric high, then they're like going to cardiac arrest and pass out and possibly mm-hmm. die from... The morphine bo- or the and adrenaline it's boost based off of Crane's fear gas. We think, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, because as the closest thing they can think of, like, oh well, it's yeah. like it's like a fear toxin from that standpoint. Let's let's start from that and work right. our way backwards. Seeing now, chances are that probably is the yeah, case. Right, but it's not just a random. Oh, it's off the fear toxin. We, like we don't know. There is no scarecrow around. Right, because that's what they mentioned. The like, well, scarecrow likes to be around the, uh, to see the, the madness right. too. Right. right, and the only one that really kind of makes us imply with that a little bit more is um, there is some panels towards the end. 
about two thirds of the way through, three quarters of the way through, where it's a couple of characters in, that look like they're in a scarecrow style mask. Well, yeah, they're thugs for him. Yeah, they're thugs for. And they talk about okay. selling. They talk about selling the drugs. Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, that would put even more faith that it's related right. to Scarecrow's fear toxin in one way, shape, or form. Right. It may not be Scarecrow himself using it. Right. Could be but. somebody came up with a different used it for in modifying. Yeah. It. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's issue one. I think the the big, unfortunately, the big draw is it's. For DLC for the game, the the Gotham Knights. You yeah. Get, oh, each yeah. Issue, each issue is going to have a, a code, thing. A digital code for the game, um, which, I mean, they they figured, hey, it worked for Fortnite. Let's see if we can work for other games. Yeah. It worked with, what were those two books? Marvel and DC did a series where uh, you buy the book and there was a skin in there. Well, Fortnite. There's it was just DC Batman Fortnite. Fortnite. Batman Fortnite and then just the Marvel Fortnite. Just oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. both for Fortnite with skins, which... It's I, a I, good cross-promotion. Oh, I'm okay with it. If it gets people to read the books, then cool. And we did the Fortnite, Batman Fortnite on this podcast a couple months ago. It was way better it than was, it should have been. Right. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. I was like, wow, this was better than I was anticipating. Uh, but yeah, I have nothing else on my list for this week. Adrian, do you have anything? I know we basically helped. We all tagged yeah. you on this one. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a light week. Um, the only other one I had, which I haven't read yet, was Riddler Year One. Uh, you, I skimmed through it uh, If you earlier. like the Riddler from the recent Batman movie, you will like this. Okay. Is the best way I can yeah, put that. That's mm-hmm. the way you and Mark both described it to me. And I, I picked it up based off of that because I like Riddler stories. But yeah. It is, it is within that universe and we can tell, too. It's right. That, it is specifically and that And Mark said that it's written by the actor who played him in which the movie? Was cons- and consulted, and they, for this book, they consulted with the director, which I... Eh. So just, it should be consistent with that. Uh, I don't know. The cynic in that. me says, just because you can act doesn't mean you can write. Right. Like, oh, you, yes, you, you understood the mentality of that character, but... but can you write? Can you yeah. write it still? Like, but, I don't yeah, know. I picked it up. I'll give it a shot. I mean, no. that's kind of what we're doing. We... Yeah. We talk about these books. We we criti- kind of claim we're to be experts on the content, right. but give us the opportunity to write a story as good as any of these. Oh, no, well, I can't I even write a story as good as Gilded Knight right. or, or Gilded City. Right. And I complain about it You know, just now. I, I can't write that. But we're no. also not trying to write it, too, is the difference. Sure, but I... Even if I tried, I don't know that I could. Right. Is what I'm getting right, at, right? Right, right. And I think I could do it like an overall concept story, but I don't know if I could do like the dialogue the, writing yeah, and sure. the meticulous pieces. I don't think I could do all of that. Well, something like this makes me think like, okay, if you want to get into writing, and I, I haven't checked the guy's credentials, try writing other things that are not as high profile also. Yeah, maybe you should check his credentials. Jeez. And But I haven't heard of anything else somewhere either. Sure. Like, Try doing some random other stuff. Get your feet wet in the process of doing it versus, oh, I'm going to write a Batman book right now. Well, you know what? It, it's a single, it's a one shot? No, it's uh, like no, a it's five a... or six, I think. All right. So what? Uh, you know, uh, what's his face? Wrote a Spider-Man book based J. J. on his, kid. his dad's name. I mean, who cares? And it wasn't half bad. No. It was definitely better once I read it in trade compared oh, sure. to week to week. Mm-hmm. The week mm-hmm. I remember week to week I hated that book. But that was no, Spider-Man that. Blood, Bloodline. Yep. It was that one. It was the name of that one. I hated it week to week. It was better in trade. But, yeah. I think you're biased towards trade. and That's, that's the way totally stories fine. are written nowadays, but, too. They're yeah. written to be in a five to six issue trade. Because that's the story arc. Right. That is the whole story is the right. trade. Yeah. No, and I remember in the 80s where... To be continued, but you had the whole thing would, right there, you know. It and it would wrap up in that second. Right, 
exactly. You might have two or three issues. But, but that's the exception to the rule. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Is like everything was there. They didn't have trades back then. Well, that's true. It was too. all single issues. And there was no reprints either. It was just, it, right. there it is that's and it's true. done. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so yeah. Uh, we cut you off. Was there anything no, else this uh, week? Just DC vampires. I, I know you're not a fan of vampires and we're coming to. Because uh, they uh, suck. <laughs> I'm sorry I laughed at that. It was a knee-jerk reaction, to be polite. Uh, it's Tinian, and uh, we've talked about how he does things. Uh, I have a bad feeling that he's just going to be like, okay, here's the end. Oh, we got there really all of a sudden, didn't we? So, and apparently, that's okay. Apparently it's Tinian, because his website is Tiny Onion. Uh, tinyonion.com is like, oh. You no, know, it's not just pronounced Tinny Onion. I, I, because T-I-N-Y-O-N-I-O-N. Maybe it's the wrong emphasis on syllables. Yeah, I always call him Tinian. Also, it just sounds better than Tinian. Whatever. Yeah. I, I, if I met the guy, then I would say it properly. It how do you pronounce tiny. that? Right. Oh, it's actually pronounced, and it's like, wait, what? It's actually Inian. The T is silent. The T is always silent. The just yeah, I'm, yeah, stupid. Yeah, so many jokes. Yeah. Anyway, nope, nope, nope. So yeah, just, uh, deceased. Uh, so yeah, moving on to the book club book of the week, which is deceased. If you do not want to read this and or don't want spoilers, uh, you're well, you're wrong on half of those. You're right, done with the podcast, but we're like a half hour in, so it's, you got a half hour. Well, no, you said if they don't want to, if the people don't want to read it, right? And yeah. I'm saying they're wrong on that. But, but if you don't want spoilers right. and you have intentions of reading uh, this, then the, maybe ne- the wait next a week, little bit. Next week we're going to be reading the most recent She-Hulk series, the first volume of that. Uh, I've praised every single issue that has come out as they come out that's been out for a couple weeks I'm like hey there's she hulk series just ended jared's yeah, like let's hey, check it out let's check it out so that's what we'll be watching or that's what we'll be reading next week is the she hulk volume one of the current run in, in comics moving on to deceased by tom taylor this is deceased volume one this was my second or third read through i think of it it's about my third or fourth yeah still good yeah still fantastic um so Jared, you're the resident DC guy. How does the virus start? Okay, in my mind, this could have been what Final Crisis was back when they did that 10, 12 years ago, whenever that came out. Uh, because it had the same initial concept, Dark Side finds the anti-life equation. And instead of giving him, you know, as making him the Lord Ruler of the Universe type of deal... It turns him into a zombie, and he spreads the virus pretty much. Um, the anti-life equation is like a mixture. It's he pulls it basically out of cyborg, and well, um, he, pulls he pulls half of it. He pulls half of it, and then the dark racer, who is um, death. basically death, uh, it's a speedster. The black racer, yeah, the black racer comes in, and uh, dark side catches him, gets it. They've got the anti-life equation. Um, it comes to Earth because by, uh, Cyborg is uh, boom-tubed back out of there and lands back on Earth, and then he spreads it from there. So, Unintentionally, because he's just built in, yeah. networked into everything. Like, he's like, he already has everybody's Wi-Fi and everything, so he just automatically <laughs> uploads the internet, and it and spreads. So at what point did we go from dark or from Final Crisis to Deceased? Pretty quickly. Okay. All right. All right. No, I, I was just making <laughs> yeah. sure. But that's the, it's the over, <laughs> yeah, it's the overall concept. Dark side finds the anti-life equation. Because you just because described the beginning of DCs, and I'm like, wait a minute, you were talking about crisis. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's the, it's same, the thing. same concept okay. story arc. But uh, in Final Crisis, it was people had buckets on their heads and were slaves to Dark Side, and 
it was uh, he was in more control than he is yeah in this. this is a feral yeah, zombie that, that and that other one was written by uh grant morrison and i'm not a big fan of grant morrison yeah. stuff so it i didn't care for final crisis and then they rebooted the dc universe shortly after that anyway so it's like yeah it flopped <laughs> So, it is what it is. Yeah, uh, but moving on to Deceased, which did not flop because it was awesome. This was originally a digital comic, too. It was digital first, and they're like, oh, this is really good. People are loving this. We'll go to print. So they did print singles then, and then print trades, and they're like, all right, we'll go and print from now on, too, because it is that that popular. It's that good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Superman is able to see through walls and he could see as they're on the roof of the Daily Planet with John and Lois and he's using his x-ray vision. Let's let's back it up a little bit. So upon uh, Cyborg getting onto Earth also, he uploads it to the internet, which that's how it spreads initially is anytime you look at a screen that is infected with it, you become infected with that. Screen in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Uh, So if you look at it, because I mean, Bruce had his own... Isolated, he locked his on his mm-hmm, closed circuit mm-hmm. network, which still didn't work out great for him. But well, yeah, because not great because his family would still have to. Well, it, that part stopped, so it spreads by screens that are infected or standard zombie bite, mm-hmm. blood, whatever. So, like, yeah, he was able to shut off his network and be closed from the rest of the outside world. So it's it's secured. The firewalls hold everything, but it doesn't help when the rest of his family is infected. Also, right. So that's which what really it was just Dick, right? No, uh, Damien, uh, Tim. Oh, Tim, Tim and yeah, Tim and Dick Barbara too, wasn't she? No, she she's, shows up she's later. later. She's she's in the Birds of Prey stuff later. Yeah. So, yeah, I started to jump forward. Let's, I'm back now. Now you, okay. go, now you yeah. go back forward again. Okay, so the end of this first issue ends with an awesome cliffhanger. Oh, it was you mentioned fantastic. it just a little bit ago. So, uh, Batman is fighting off zombie Nightwing and zombie Tim Drake Robin. And they end the issue with Nightwing taking a chunk out of Batman's well, neck. Well, he turns spread. To tell Alfred to, to run, run and, and Dick takes yeah. opportunity on that. Yep. So, I mean, at this point, he was he was infected already anyway. Yeah, Tim because had bit him on the wrist. And he has scratch marks on his yeah. chest, on his face. Like, he is infected. Well, already. let's also take a take a step back at that, too, is bites aren't the only way. Even right. scratches. scratches. That's what I said, yeah. yeah. Any sort of scratches or blood transfer, you know, infection or whatever. Right. Like, so, yes, you see that big bite. Like, oh, no, he's definitely infected now. Like, well... Looking at him in that same panel, he already had the scratch marks, and like yeah. he was already bleeding. Yeah. He was already getting infected. Right. But, this but, that's, but that's the boom shot. That's the money shot right this there. This is yeah. what we talk about with some of these writers, that they're like, I don't care who you are. I'm taking you off the board if I want to. Yeah. And first issue, wham, bam, right. good night, Bruce, because yeah. you're not I mean, going to be in the rest of this at all. No. It's they... They picked apart the Justice League in this book. Oh, it was fantastic. Well, and you know, it just shows in the first issue hey, if Batman Bruce Wayne is gone, anybody can be gone now. Right. Yeah. He's the guy that has contingencies off for everything. Sure. But right. even that can still fall. Yep. Um, the second issue opens up with Aquaman on board of a ship and is attacked by a horde of zombies. And then I like the. So the, shortly after that, we see. Green Lantern, Green Arrow, and um, Black Canary. Black Canary. They're out camping because at the beginning of the book, they when they fought Darkseid, like okay, we won, we sent him back home. Like we we need a break now. Like yeah. we just saved the world. We need to rest a little bit. And what Green- I like about those three is they tend to embrace their humanity 
a little bit more than anybody right. else. Yeah. Just like, because they're just people. And we need to unplug. We need to right. take a break from everything. Right. Yep. And of course, Hal Jordan's like, no, I. that's not how I, I That's not how I relax. I don't relax in the woods. I relax at home with TV. Right. And exactly. Whatever. The stuff that I can relate to personally of just relaxing that way. And of course, that's his downfall because he, he looks at his phone, his phone. and yep. gets infected and it goes, it goes poorly. But and there's just so much that happens in all this. And I love the power transition. So I, I even the ring. The ring is like, you're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do this. And she screams and kills him. Right. I mean, and then the ring is like. Because he, he was using lethal force. And like, correct. You know, no, lethal force. There are still rules part of the Green Lantern. Right. You're breaking the rules. What's going on? Yeah. Which I have to wonder, though, had, had, had Canary not killed Hal, how long would the ring have stayed on him? Like, how long would it have taken before the ring excommunicated itself from him? I don't know. That's the right way well, to say it? Well, the way I, I mean, jumping really far forward in this is I think that is what is the catalyst of what brought the Green Lantern Corps to Earth. Not just one, not just uh, Guy Gardner or Kyle Rayner. It brought the entire oh, Corps yeah. with right. Why do they get there? And they just show up because like, hey, you're, you know, we're full quarantine, whatever. I think pr- there are probably ring reports, okay, he's doing... What's going on? There is lethal force when it's not authorized, and then he died. Yeah. What's going on? Right. So I think that's what I don't remember how, why. Yeah. I, and I think they do say, "Okay, we're here." Right. They just show up. Yeah. At the end, and that's my my head is like, okay, this is why they get there because the green the ring itself had like, hey, error, 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 come check this out, and eventually they all catch up. Right. Um. Right after they. Uh, do kill Hal is when I was started in on the scene where uh, Superman, uh, Lois, John, and Damian Wayne are on the roof of the uh, Daily Planet, and he uses his X-ray vision to look inside, and everyone's infected. And Not Lois everyone, asks, "Everyone, everyone, but mostly yeah, everyone, but mostly everyone." But it, Lois asks, "People we know," and Superman just says, "Yes." Yeah. And, well, and I, I love that. He's even know, looking down at the yeah. ground, like. It's almost defeated. Defeated, yeah. yeah. It was really good. And I love when he clears the building. He's like, okay, don't. He think doesn't of, kill them, and don't think of these as people uh, I know and love. The these are just bodies. Think of them as bodies because it'll be too. It'll hurt too much to know who right. they actually yeah, exactly. are. Exactly. I really like the. Um, we get these natural uh, reactions to how when he becomes anti-life, and the ring chooses Canary because she's the one who like moves toward him yeah to fight him like to keep him at bay yep kind of protecting ollie and then ollie's like i'll use non-lethal but this next one isn't and then he freaks out right when hal's about to attack yeah and it's like okay the ring chooses canary because you can overcome great fear because this guy he kind of he kind of he kind of pooed himself. Yep. Of, of the two options that are here, like, going with her. <laughs> yep. And it works really well with her too, because especially when she does the construct of the megaphone later. Oh yeah. Right. To like to for her screaming. Right. Powers, like that's yeah. just really cool. Yep. Uh, um, Bruce freezes himself in Mister Freeze's suit that was to awesome. slow off to, to slow the infection. He's like still con- trying to contribute, and sure. it's, and it's even though not, he's turning. And it's not like a, oh, I'm going to slow it to a week. So it's like no, I'm slowing it to minutes instead of seconds. Right. right. Yep. Like it's not doing a whole lot really. We kind of no. get a callback later when this happens to to Superman. A he, little bit. He he knows he's got a little bit more time than anybody else yeah. would, and he makes a mistake, but. We see Bruce Wayne kind of doing the same thing. Right. He, he knows he doesn't have much 
time. Right. Doing the best still I can trying. before I go. Right. Yep. And I even like in the background uh, when he's talking to Damien, he's like, I'm just in the suit to give myself extra time. This thing is going to take me. And you yeah. see Alfred in the background just holding the shotgun at the ready like, yeah, OK, I'm, I'll do this. And he's like, hey, Alfred got this for you. It's something I've always wanted to give you. I was hoping you, I, I could see you get this one day. I'm sorry there's not time. Like it's the ultimate like this is the you you have and or will earn this by giving it you to will you have had earned this. Well <laughs> but you are in the process of earning it. I feel like you will earn it. What and I this is my only chance to give it to you. Well what I think he's saying is I know that you will earn this because of what is about to come. Right. Yeah. Because he's, he's already he's already worked out the equation of what is going to happen to the world and he knows if anybody can hold on to the bat mantle it's going to be a son. Right. And uh, I even like when he finally does transform, Bruce, it's it kind of calls back to the Joker or the Batman who laughs because he's got that evil, that evil grin. grin on his yeah. face once he breaks out of the freeze suit. Yeah, it, it just the visuals are great. And then poor Alfred, I'm sorry, son. And then bam, like, yep. ah, that's like, it just hurts. Yep. <laughs> So we cut to Harley Quinn, and she's kind of on the run in the streets, and gets a hold of a shotgun, and turns around to, to kill a zombie that's chasing her, and it turns out to be who? Mr. J. Yep. Well, I mean, previously, we'd seen, before the full infection, and we know what's going on, mm-hmm. we see her and Ivy like, okay, I'm going to break up with him. And yeah. Ivy's the support person, like, yes, mm-hmm. you, know, you don't need him, he's abusive, blah, blah, blah. And this is when she finally has to go, okay, I'm uh, the time's come, I'm going to do this now. And, oh, you're a zombie now. Yep. So she kills the Joker, and right, so she turns around, gets to walking away, and she sees the birds of prey dropping out in front right. of her. But they're zombies. But they're zombies. Yep. You know what I like that Tom doesn't do? Is he doesn't dive into... No. All you see is their silhouettes dropping at first, before the big reveal. No, no, I'm not even talking about that. She could have been all distraught that she never got to break up with the Joker. No, no. But she said, oh, oh, my God. That was the most cathartic thing ever. Like, she is. But even then, it wasn't really him. And she could have been able. She could have rationalized that out and had given herself a mental head case. Right. But instead, she fully embraces that Mm -hmm. she got to kill him. Right. And, And Taylor could have gone down that rabbit hole. And it's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Why would I do that? This is only going to be six issues. And who's already on the path of like, no, she is breaking up with him. She is right. over. It's not like a, will I break up with him? Won't I? No, she has made up her mind. She is done. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that she didn't get the chance to break up with him because she never saw the Joker again. Oh, see, she I'm- only saw zombie Joker. It, she never was able to start that conversation. It would have been, he could have written it so that like, she starts arguing with him, and he's like, you know what? Forget you. I'm turning on the TV. Boom. He's a zombie, right? She never got to actually break up with the Joker. She only got to kill him. And, but he doesn't write that. I mean, that is her it, ultimate breakup, though. Like, Yeah. That was... She was... One way or another, she was breaking up with him. Oh, yeah. And no, way, I'm okay it, with that. It is, there is no backslide chance of like, oh, I'll go back to him. Nope. It's done. And I love... Like, okay. Yay, I did that. Okay, such a happy day now. Sure. Ah, crap. The zo- zombie birds of prey? Really? Okay. I guess we're bird hunting. And then just cut away to, like, okay, we know what's going right. to happen. Like, she's, she's got it. And just, which realistically, okay, she's 
even though there's still zombies, it's Huntress, Batwoman, Batgirl, and Catwoman. She still shouldn't win that fight, right? Even if there are zombies, like uh, right, because they're not they're not these stumbling zombies. They are no, full functioning st- humanoids, right? And they're like um, they have Marvel all the power. They have all their Everyone's training. got their powers because we start to flash forward a little bit and we see Aquaman. He's controlling uh, sea life still. So while it's cool, oh, yeah. I still question like, can she? Could she really take on all four of them? No. Especially when they're not holding back, like they're obviously going for death. Also, it's not, right. it'd be one thing if it was just a regular fight, and she's no, willing to, she's, she's, got will, a she's willing to murder, and they're not. But no, no, right. everyone's equal playing equal playing field. Right now, the story works better with her winning, but I'm like, it's still a question. Like, I sure, like sure, you can probably take down one of them, maybe even oh, two yeah. of them. Yeah, all four, all four, probably not. Yeah, but it works for the story. That's yeah. my only. That is my only nitpick for this right. entire thing. Like that part, like yeah. What I did like about the Aquaman, about the Atlantis scene, is that what couldn't travel through the air travels through the water pretty easily in the blood. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, you're all screwed now because it's in the blood, not the water. Yeah. And they totally build up Aqualad or uh, Tempest. Whatever, yeah, like Tempest. A, as yeah. being, okay, he's, okay, Aquaman's gone. Tempest is going to take over. Is going to be the new. Nope. Nope. Instantly, he's off. It's yep, they about, take him off the board pretty quick. It, it, this is a Mira story. <laughs> it's all about her, yep. not, not him. Yep. Uh, we start to come forward, and Clayface is a zombie. That one was cool. That one was really cool. Um, just kind of moving forward uh, a little bit more. We get Paul Kent zombie. Yeah, Paul Kent's that a zombie. That one kind of hurt. Yeah, that one was sad. Okay. And in this part, you can't tell. Okay, does he kill him, or does he just lock him up? He and, locks him up. But I was saying that you can't fully tell, because, yeah, I... I think he 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 melts the lock. He, he, yeah, he welds he, it. He welds, it, he welds his it, yeah. the cellar shut. He can't do it because he's he's still. I'm not gonna. I'm not killing these guys. There's still a chance of saving people. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, I don't know. It's it just there's uh, so much that happens that is hard to explain because we could describe everything. And if you read this, you already read. But what are some of the what are the remaining highlights that you, I know so, you saw? Jerry, uh, you pointed out one panel of. Uh, Going kaboom. Giant girl or whatever. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah, we're not even to that yet. We've gotten through three well, issues of what we've talked uh, about. Let, let, you let's know, speed let's just up speed it bit. up. So um, I'm going to hit some highlights real quick from me. Uh, Ray Palmer is going uh, microscopic and going inside them so he that can see what kind cool. of the what the virus is doing. That was a bad idea. Yeah, that was a horrible idea. So that didn't go well. Because he did that. Yeah. He got infected. And then who did he possess? Adam uh, Captain Adam. Captain, Captain Adam. Adam. Yeah, who went kaboom. Who blew went. up Washington, D.C., New York City. Washington. Uh, Baltimore. Baltimore and Metropolis. Yeah. Um, Poison Ivy does show up to save Harley Quinn. I had forgotten about that. Harley Quinn did not fight the four birds of prey by herself. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I had forgotten about that. Um, the other one was um, uh, Giganta. Uh, they're Justice League taking her down, and they're like, oh, we can't kill her, and Cyborg, as she's giant, laying on the ground, just blows a hole through her head. So it's the camera shot is um, just, uh, you can see a large hole that Cyborg could even walk through. <laughs> you know, that's how big Cyborg, a hole. Cyborg, what have you done? She, was, she wasn't alive. None of them are. Yep. We need to talk. Like, business, business, here we right. go. Right. Um, they are keeping Flash out of the fight because they cannot have- Both the, Flashes. Yeah, Kid both Flash, Flash and regular. Because they cannot have the Flashes uh, infected. 
Because if he gets infected, if I don't get to, that's such a massive spread. Yep, that'll spread too fast that no one will be able to contain it. So, uh, so then we get in the after. So in the middle in the of middle the trade, of that, we get the deceased a good day to die. One, not one if shot. One and two. Just one. Just as you are. Yep, it's just one shot. Uh, where it is a magic story. Like, okay, well, we can't defeat this with technology. It's Mr. Terrific. Can't defeat this with... He can't... Technology, like, okay, next step, magic. Let's try sure. to let's try to magic our way out. And I didn't like it? the story. I didn't like it until, what, now? With the War of the Undead Gods? Uh, I mean, I liked it. Because I like I liked the Constantine bit. He, where okay, he, fine. I like Constantine, Constantine, like, okay, we need magic. It, and, left, it left it too open for me, like... Uh, where's the where's the where's the closure where's the you know and then we just get the rest of the dc's it makes sense now with the war of the undead gods they brought that back and even in uh what's the one that takes place five years later um dead planet dead planet yeah right and i'm like oh okay so we're getting we're getting that closure we're getting that finality from that perspective that's coming back around when they let when they put this out i was like what are you doing with this? But I like how Constantine ends it. Uh, blah blah blah. The world isn't over until I say it is. Like he is, he is mad. He's like he didn't. He's like I'm not gonna be a hero. I'm not heroing is for chumps. There's no benefit of being a hero. It just leads to torment and sorrow. So I'm just gonna do my own thing. And all right, fine. Good heroes died, saved me. Now I'm mad. Time to be. Time to do that bloody hero thing. I believe is what he says. And he steps up, and then that's the end of that until later. Uh, but yeah, then we get uh, or Superman and Wonder Woman finding the wreckage of everything from Captain Adam exploding. Yeah, everything. and uh, I love that sequence there because uh, Green Lantern, Dinah Lance, the Black Canary at the time, um, has a bubble around one of the buildings, which had uh, Lois and everyone on it, and Lex Luthor's there, and... You know, Superman's, if you had anything to do with this, and Lex is like, truce, look what happened to our city. Like, I thought that was really powerful. How he's it's, on his knees and crying. Like, yeah. He's like, yes, we've had our differences, but... It doesn't change him from not becoming a prick later. Well, right. What I really oh, yeah. like is, uh, so they gather all the heroes to the Fortress of Solitude. Okay, we have our bastions of humanity. Like, we have some people in the... Daily Planet Bubble. Because we have some nothing people. Nothing ever goes wrong. When some people in Gotham. People. Some people on um, Themyscira, and we got the heroes here. And uh, Lex has the losing two home worlds in one lifetime. Mm. How careless! And then Lois just comes up and just cracks him in the face. It. Yeah, that was great. But uh, this was very surprising for me because I didn't even realize this character was missing from this whole book until That's this happened. What I said about War of the Undead Gods. When we get the first couple issues, uh, pages in the War of the Undead, yeah. hey, where was? Oh, oh I guess that person there wasn't they there. They are, yeah, in the whole time, uh, and then yeah. So they start out with uh, they're in the Fortress of Solitude talking, but there's a buzzing in their heads going on. They're being attacked psychically, and the next thing you know, Lex Luthor's cut in half, and Barry Allen, the Flash, is scratched by Martian Manhunter, who was invisible, mm-hmm. which they. Immediately killed him. Yep, they immediately killed him. Marsh Manhunter off the board. Right. That's Firestorm? Yep, Firestorm just burns him because fire hurts Martians. But the Flash is infected. That's a scientific fact. But yeah, the Flash is infected. That's a Flash fact. The Flash is infected and he's spreading the disease fast. Right, yep. 
So it's just going so fast. So what does Superman do? He flies around the world in the opposite direction of the Flash that's uh, where he's going. Well, I love how, like, how are you going to catch him? I'm not. I'm just going to get in front of him. Yeah, like, pretty much. He's just going to fly at him from the other direction. And he hits Barry and goes through him. That day, we find out what happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. They, they merge. And part of Barry's fingers are in uh, Clark's abdomen area. And Clark's infected. And one, it was at this point that, or around this point, I realized who the narrator was. I was like, oh, maybe it's uh, different people narrating the entire time. The narrator for this entire it's book Lois. was Lois. Yeah. 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 Like, because oh. Yeah, they kept that a surprise through the whole thing. Until towards the end here. Yeah. And the this book ends, or this, issue, ish, this issue ends with, uh, I love the caption at the end, Hope Lost. Because Superman is flies out to outer space and is a zombie. Well, and what I like before that, though, like you mentioned, Adrian, with uh, Batman wanting to say his goodbyes before he goes. Mm-hmm. Superman does the same thing, but he uses yep. his super speed to do so. Yeah. And in order to do that, he asks Wally, hey, I need you to connect my family to the Speed Force also so they can understand the speed as well before I get full infected mm-hmm. and everything. Like, that's really cool that he's like, okay. I know how your powers work. Spread it to these guys too, so we can say our goodbyes before I disappear and everything. Oh yeah, like and like they don't really explain it to. They don't really explain it other than like, oh, connect it to it, and then boom. Like, I'm guessing that's what happens because he just says, "Hey, connect them, done," and we have this heartfelt goodbye with everything. Like, oh, you know, I wish you'd be this and have time for that, but it is what it is. Oh, I guess I never really caught that that he connected him to the Speed Force and, so he could say his and goodbye. There is one panel. Where everybody's like a shadow, which is really telling the audience they're all not moving. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. they're all in the background outside of the Speed Force bubble at this yeah. point. So he can so he can actually communicate them at a fast enough rate before the infection spreads. Yep. Um, and I love the way the next issue starts. It starts with, all hope was lost at 11.48 a.m. It was a Wednesday, and it has Superman flying from space and going through a... Uh, uh, a skyscraper, and just leveling it. Every single person who saw him was filled with hope. Look, up in the sky. And, and then it was off. The, like, yeah. Oh, it's the classic, a bird, it's a plane. Like, nope, look, it's up in the, all hope was bad. lost. And that's when we get the, okay, how do we take out Superman? Uh, Wonder Woman. Damien, Damien comes in and the says... Oh, with Kryptonite, yeah. And says... Bruce always had a contingency plan for anybody that could go bad, you know, how to how to stop them. So here's our contingency to take out Clark, Superman. And the what so my favorite part about all this was uh who does he have contingencies for? And he doesn't have one for Green Arrow at all. And Green Arrow is so mad, he's like, Really? He didn't think I could take over the world? What the crap? Like I I have superpowers. <laughs> and they do a callback to that too when they're trying to escape through the arcs and everything. Where uh, Green Arrow does an amazing shot. Batman didn't think I could be dangerous. Yeah. I just fired an arrow half a mile through raging winds into the brain of an undead king, see, uh, king of the sea, while he's controlling a kraken. F you, Batman. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> like, too. oh, I'm not a threat? Yeah. I'm not? Look what I just did. Yeah. The, how can I? am like, that dude's I impressive. Yep. That's impressive. Yep. But I, I thought that was one of the best parts of the whole book itself. I, I took a picture of it so I wouldn't forget that line. Yeah. There were so many things about this story, this whole book, uh, even the artists. Uh, I can't think of their names right off the top of my head. I should probably look at them. Uh, but the way they drew different characters, they, I, 
you could see some of like the injustice ideas coming through. Uh, but the one thing that I really enjoyed was Damien being Batman. Yeah. You know, you can tell he's a small Batman. It's a small Batman. It's a hairless. It's a, it's a young, uh, a young Batman. No, no scruff, no nothing. Um, I'm Batman. (laughs) Yep. Um, the justice league does try to take on Superman. Um, Wonder Woman uses the kryptonite sword. The, the, the Athena. The sword of Athena. Yeah, the sword of Athena. kryptonite. Yep. And she is able to cut off one of Superman's arms and stab him. Even with that, I liked when they did the origin of the sword. Like, okay, yeah. Athena was known for this and that. And like, we don't we don't need that. We could have just said, oh, it's a magic sword. Done yeah. and done. Like, no. We get a little bit of history with that. Right. Yep. During the forging of it. Yeah, but Superman, just as powerful, just so powerful, punches Wonder Woman in the stomach and basically, you know... Kills her. Kills her right there with one massive punch, but he's able to... Uh, does that is that what turns her? Uh, yeah. I think so, yeah. And But that is the end of the Trinity right there. Yeah. Uh, Your big three in First it was DC. Batman, then Superman, and then Wonder Woman. Yep. But uh, how they actually finish this off is Jonathan Kent, who is, you know, Clark's son. He's trying to buy him time. Yeah, trying to buy him time. The, we have the three arcs, leaving Earth, Superman's right in their case. Okay, full speed, punches him, knocks himself. He knocks himself out. He's not infected, but he knocks himself out, knocks, stuns Kal-El enough, Zombell. Yeah, Zombell. There we uh, go. And then buys enough time for the whole Green Lantern Corps to show up. Yeah. The Calvary arrived. And I like, oh, uh, that's Guy Gardner, right? Yeah. It's like, seriously, blah, blah, blah. Like, and uh, Black Canary, like, really? You're making jokes? Like, dude, there's a lot going on here. This is high process. If I don't, I will break down and cry. Yeah. I have to make comedy jokes. I have to make comedy here. Otherwise, I can't function. Like, yeah. that's my defi- That's my defense mechanism. Yeah. Uh, and once they, I was totally ready for a whole Green Lantern fight and everything. Then Superman's like, uh, don't do the math. Nope. Run into the sun. Yep. Mm-hmm. He throws himself in the sun. Like, I'll just absorb power here and keep getting stronger and stronger. And that's the end. But the only other thing that's in there is, um. Oh, that's the end for him. For yeah, Superman. that's the end for him. Um, Wonder Woman, uh. Zombie Wonder Woman. Yeah, Zombie Wonder Woman is being interrogated by Cyborg, who has the lasso of truth around her. Uh, her. Is there a way of, can you speak? Yeah. Okay. Now you can. You have to, you have to because of the lasso. What's going on? Is there a cure? Yeah. What is it? You. Me? Oh, I need to tell everybody. Yeah, no. Yeah. Ripping off the head. Yep. Wonder Woman gets free and rips off Cyborg's head. And we see the last of the survivors flying off into Earth 2. Yep. They specifically say, oh. Uh, blah blah blah. As we looked at our new world for the first time, our new start, our Earth too. Yeah, I knew the monsters were behind us now. The end. Until they did more. Yep. And it was fantastic. Yeah, I can't. They could have not done any other. It'd been fine. It'd been it perfectly been fine. A great ending. Mm-hmm. You know. So the first sequel to this was COVID. No, the first sequel to this COVID was when they did the the villains' point of view because this is all the yeah. heroes and yep. everything. So we got to see. The villain's point of view of everything. Death that stroke. got screwed up at COVID. I actually right. had to order issue three from somebody else, like in Bronzeville, well, Idaho. It was it wasn't wasn't COVID's fault. It was because DC changed publishers or distributors in the middle of it. Oh, that's happened. right. So that's when orders got canceled automatically. Yeah. Don't blame COVID. It still Let happened blame during COVID. COVID, but it was because DC just 
changed distributors and didn't tell anybody until like, oh, those orders you placed, they may have not gone through. Anyway, uh, so that's where the re the we revisit the deceased was okay. Well, we all saw the heroes' point of views. There's a lot of supervillains. Yeah, what's going on with them? How are it's they getting through? really good story arcs through them too? That was when we got the blood ocean. Yeah, sequence and everything like. When we uh-uh. thought, is that where Plastic Man no. was the moat? Well, I thought that was I thought that was the the villain uh-uh. at World's End. Wasn't that at World's End? Oh, at World's End, yes. Which is the villain's point of view? No, you're thinking of uh, Unkillables. Deathstroke, Gordon, Bane, uh, Evil Batgirl, okay. Full Mask oh, Batgirl. Yeah, okay, that's Cassandra Cain. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's I think he's right. It's Unkillables. <laughs> It, they I, all yeah. came out very quickly after oh, each yeah. other. It's all a blur. The world's yeah. end was, Which was a bunch just of a different three. side stories during the whole first That's right. section. With yes, what you're talking about with the mountain and uh, so unkillables is second is after De- it says correct. deceased then unkillables, which is the villain's point of view during the same time. Correct. Then we uh, at World's End, which is just random one story like de- the detective chimp and all that. Oh, yeah, their own stories. Yeah. Uh, and Ace the Bat Hound and Crypto the Super Dog, all theirs. Correct. And then we have the second main sequel, which was them finding the cure. Um, what was that one? Dead Planet. That Dead was Planet. Dead Planet. And then now we have the most recent one. The that finale. one was where Plastic Man was there. I think Dead Planet was with Maybe. Plastic Man was moat because I was just like, oh, that was cool. That was you know? really cool. Yeah, whichever it, it was, it, it was just really looked cool. like blood yeah, red water floating blood, around no, yeah. and they're nope. getting ready to cross and, oh, it's a Plastic Man's zombified right. face popping up. Because like, that's where crap. Constantine comes back. Yeah. And they're dealing with it from a ban- magic perspective. Yeah. Uh, There's uh, a lot of great And then we have spots. the final one, the War of the, the Undead, Undead Gods. Gods, which was fantastic. Which it's, has been it's, fantastic. It's still going on. Can we talk about just the first issue? Uh so let's first let's give this review one to five. One being awful, five being great. One. Five. five. Oh, five. One. I hate it. No. Uh, five. It's no question for me. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's a five. There's yeah. Honestly, even the whole series, this the spinoffs, everything. Five. Like even their worst ones aren't aren't bad for very long. Like, right. Oh, make maybe like one book out of the whole thing, uh, the whole volume is bad. What's well, like your complaint about um, that? Uh, good day to die. The good day to die. That's built into this volume. It made it, better it sense works. when the new stuff Once came out. Once the new out. stuff, yes. Right. Yeah. So when you so judge it, it as a whole, then, like, yeah, right. it's still really good. Right. Altogether. It's more like a rectangle. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that is our take on Deceased, the very first volume written by Tom Taylor and artists by people. lots of people. Uh, Trevor Hairsign and whoever's on the credits in front is Stefano Guadino? 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 Yes, I'm sure he wants to be called after bat poop. Yeah. Uh, and Rain Barreto, or Burrito, or Burrito. 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 Uh, so, yeah. That it sucks is... to be the artist sometimes. It does. Especially when you're that far down the line. Like, you know, like, okay, if I'm the inker versus the penciler versus the shader, like, okay, eventually no one's going to care Well, and here's me. the thing. Like, yeah, the writing's important, but the whole reason we love comics, in part, not the whole reason... It's... Part, the other half, the other side of that coin is the art. It is equal yeah. part and we art never story. know. It is storytelling in art form. Yes. It's, so sorry, you know. artists, that we screw up names and don't yeah. take time to win. It's you. easier to have one writer than you have multiple artists. Yeah, like, it's sure, just, That's just the way it works. Sure. Um, so moving on to what came out last week, which is the movie Black Adam. It's our theme of the night. Spoilers. Sub- sub- subject full of spoilers. 
Uh, Adrian, and I, Adrian, you and I saw it on Sunday. Sunday. Jared, you saw it on Saturday, so we're all caught up on that. Um, Adrian, did you watch the Shazam movie, the first I, one? I did not. No. Um, by that point, I was pretty much convinced that DC just did not want my money. Uh, I went to go see Wet Thor with some friends in Bluffton, and it was okay, but it wasn't anything like... It was, it was fine. It was yeah, fine. I, I mean, and it's Momoa, who apparently can't do any other role but the Aqua character. Big, big, burly dude. Well, he was also the Aqua dude in, in, in the Stargate show. When they did Stargate Atlantis, he right. was like a merman there too. Uh, he played uh, uh, Khal Drogo in Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, for like that was like two desert. scenes, and that was it. They killed him off very quickly. True, <laughs> off of, and off of an infection. Yeah, also, he yeah. didn't even get like a cool bat- Jeez, battle death sucks. or anything. He died from an infection. Um, COVID. <laughs> uh, Game of Throvid. I don't know, I got nothing. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. Uh, but yeah, it was... That was it, worse than what I said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw Wet Thor, and it was it was okay. It was... it was... No, And Shazam had... The movie Shazam has nothing to do with us, other than Not we see really. the ancient it's, wizards again. It's the ancient wizards, the same power sources, the sh- uh, Shazam. Um, where, where he says Shazam, and yeah. he's strong and lightning Right. I, I did like what we talked a little bit about at, after the movie was... Why did they choose these these people to cast? Why did they cast these people? Namely, and it was funny because I was talking to my boss at work, and she said the same thing. Oh, how was the movie? You know, and oh, The Rock did fine. Yeah, I bet that's the only reason. That's one of the reasons why some people are going to go watch it, not because they know who Black Adam is, but because they know who The Rock is, and they know mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan also. Even then, though, like you said that still, too, he's, he's kind of on his way out. But the still, door. you see, he still sure. he is still on the main for like, hey, it's. Dwayne Johnson and uh, Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan and these other people that show up. Sure. That like, not everyone's going to be the main character. Not everyone's going to be the main name. And, and and that's what kind of makes me sad about this is like, we, we could have gotten, we could have found some Middle Eastern dude, a legit Middle Eastern dude who, who needed that breakout role just so he could get his name into Hollywood. And we went with The Rock. But it makes sense. I mean, he, it does, makes sense. He has the visual look of this big, I know, tough dude. I know. However, if they want to keep, if they want to have that, the way those story planned out, you and I talked about this also. Sorry, Jared, you're getting third conversation. No, you're fine. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Um, if they would have had, okay, we're going to have Dwayne Johnson still be that, make Kandark an island. Because The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, is Samoan. She's sure. part Samoan. Right. So have it be a Pacific Island nation instead of just a Middle Eastern nation. Look what Marvel's doing with Aquaman. It would have worked just as well. Who cares that he's not white? Right. And they're doing it. Okay. It's, and for Namor, okay, Atlantis is more like an more like an Aztec, you know, Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering country. how they're going to so do that. Like, okay, well, yeah. then he's... Like Central American, so that works for that for that race then. Okay, sure, cool. Fine. They could very well easily change that with Kandark. Like, okay, we'll just make it a Pacific Kandak. Island or Kandak, whatever. Uh, they could have made a Pacific Island nation, Stop. especially at the <laughs> end when uh, Amanda Waller's like, hey, just like, yeah, you took over, you saved people, cool and all, but just so you know, this is your prison sentence, is you have to stay on in your country. Mm-hmm. It would have worked, worked better because it now was an it's, island, uh, it's you are, uh, Alcatraz you are, type. Right. 
you are Prison. locked in your island. That worked so much better for, the, for me personally. Now, it would have changed the DC lore. Oh, no. But as far as movies and TV shows go, both Marvel and DC, who cares if they change that? I mean, right. freaking Aquaman, Arthur Curry is a white dude. <laughs> but, uh, not, but, but, bl- but it's blonde Jason Momoa. Hair too. It was blonde hair. But nope, it's Jason Momoa, which is not a white dude, not blonde hair, and naturally. It w- and it works. And he makes a much better Aquaman right. than so sure, the joke. Why not? Well, and it was the way they were writing that Aquaman. Yeah. Uh, Arthur from the comics, he's, I mean, how up many until times, recently. Up until recently. How many times did we make fun of... Old school Aquaman. Oh, you talk to fish. Oh, yeah. You know, and and that's fine, right? So you got to give the guy a different look. You got to give him a different feel. And so it worked when they used Momoa in in Wet Thor. That was fine. So they could have done that with Dwayne Johnson. I think it would have worked out. It would have made more sense because you're not casting outside. Like, oh, you don't want white people to play Middle Eastern dudes. So, okay, why not? you're, you're You're making new rules. And that's fine. You want to make those rules. But then when they don't apply to everybody, then some of us who are actually intelligent get upset. So, like, again, on its face, Dwayne Johnson playing Black Adam, fine. fine. Who he, cares? he has the look, other than the Widow Peak. I missed the, the Widow Peak. Yeah. Now, but I, I missed they should have put that on Did there. Did you catch when his son became Black Adam? Teth, Teth Adam. Teth Adam. Uh, the silhouette... Looked like the classic card comic book, yeah, Black bit, Adam, yeah. and they gave just a little bit of light on his face that you could kind of see. Yeah, that just there. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah, it was like, oh, there it is, right? So like, and he also has pointy ears. Doesn't Black Adam have pointy ears in the like comics? Elf ears like elf ears, yeah. yeah, right. And Dwayne Johnson's like, yeah, I'm not gonna have receding hairline. I'm bald. No, and no, I'm not doing elf ears. I'm just gonna be me. There were a couple times when I'm like, I, that's a suit. That's a bodysuit. Like it made. It was funny on Chuck. Uh, I call him Chuck. Zach Levi. Oh, yeah. From Shazam. Because his character needed to be goofy from what I can tell. Right. So they he gave is, him a puppy. He's playing a giant kid. It's like a Tom Hanks in Big. Right. It, it, he's a kid in an adult body. Yeah. Sure. It was a whole another conversation at work about the movie, but about Big. <laughs> oh, the, that one we, gets bad we, real we, fast. We, yeah, we oh, yeah, go don't there. go there. I'm just saying that concept. Yeah, yeah. right. So <laughs> Zachary Levy playing Shazam, who he naturally is not a muscular guy. When you look at him as Shazam, He's it's like... He's got puffy shirt, sort you of could, Yeah, right. You could probably oh, poke yeah, him and like, your finger would get lost in yep. the foam, right? right? And there were a couple times where I'm like, when you look at... at, 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 at the Rock playing Black Adam, you're like, he was muscular, but that doesn't no, that doesn't look real. I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. Because I don't know, man. Have you seen him outside of that? Like, no, I guess not. He is still super jacked. Yeah. Oh no, like, I'm not saying that. But there now, were just a couple moments where I'm like, I think there should be like another muscle between that one and that, or one. it shouldn't be as defined. Like, okay, there's no way your spandex spandex is form fitting, but it doesn't like. Form fit your abs perfectly like that too. Like, yeah, right. Like there's there is some digital enhancements. We'll we'll put yeah. that way. Yeah, it is ninety eight percent Dwayne. It's ninety eight percent Johnson there, and two percent CGI. So good night, everyone. <laughs> like it is mostly him. Sure, sure. It is definitely a different way different compared to Zach Levi. Whereas Levi's like, okay, that's not you. Like, come on. Yeah. Or but even, or even Henry Cavill as Superman. Like, okay, that's Henry Cavill. Like that looks like okay, that's him. I heard you say. Hero Cavala. And I'm like, 
Henry what? Cavill, like uh, Superman, that's still that's still mostly him too. Oh, dude, and, he's yeah. he's ripped. Now they but, still do some CGI. All costumes sure. are CGI because they have to. They do digital capes, sure. digital whatever, just to make it shine better. Yeah, that you can't do product and look good on camera. You sure. have to do right. some digital enhancements. But uh, overall story, uh, I thought was very solid. I thought it was a very good origin story and. Just what would they did with uh, Teth, the original savior of Kandak, the being, original champion, yeah, the I, original I, I champion, like being mm-hmm. his son, and he was the one who was getting killed, and the, just the way they played that whole se- series out, I thought that was done really well. Um, the, the villain one, twist, I I saw coming like the beginning, oh, yeah, Ishmael yeah. of like, oh, oh, it's the guy from the Mummy that is like. We have the horses, but you're, but on, you're the on the wrong side. side. Yeah. It's that guy, like oh, like oh, you are the snake. You're the villain. You're the right. you're the betrayer. Like right, super obvious at the beginning. Yeah. Um. The one thing I, the biggest complaint I think I had with it was, um, when they killed um, Doctor Fate. I, I thought it was a really good death, but I'm like DC has not established uh, any of their of main characters for anyone to care, and that's why. That's why I'm okay with not giving DC my money. I I gave them this, but only kind of in a roundabout way because of my unlimited thing. Right. Which, uh, you know, like, I I think, though, we're starting to see the hints of, oops, we should have gone the way of the MCU. Yeah. We should have established one universe that we can get you these really great build. stories out of. Yeah. And, and take our time. Don't rush it. Right. Because, yeah. hey, Paris Brosnan, you want to be in a DC movie? I, wait, wait. I heard you say you want me in a superhero movie. Yeah, I'll be in a superhero movie. But just just once. Hey. Yeah. And we're going to kill you all. Superhero movie. Pierce Brosnan did a fine job he as Doctor Fate. Yeah. I think Doctor Fate could be played by a lot of different actors. Well, and there's I, not, you know, my problem with Pierce Brosnan playing as Doctor Fate is every time they had a chance, immediately take the helmet off. Hey, I'm Pierce Brosnan. Right. Hey, I'm Pierce Brosnan. Hey, I'm right. Pierce Brosnan. Like, dude, wear the helmet. You're in the combat. That's, that's right. the whole point of stuff going and, around you. Right. Like, and and I wish they would have had more Justice Society than. Hawkman and Doctor Fate. Also, and why was it just a society that came in like like the the lead woman said? Like we've been under attack for twenty years, and you didn't care twenty seven uh, until yeah, whatever. You didn't care until this god showed up. Sure. What like if you're here to actually save people, you're doing a terrible job at it because you're just only here. Right. Which that's kind of like a I do somewhat as like a take on American politics of like a country building where it's like oh we don't care oh there's oil now we care. Yeah. Oh, you have a superpower? Now we care. We're going to go give you freedom. Oh, look, you have a lot of oil, too. Right. That's that's, that's the takeaway I got from this. Is like, oh, we don't care. We Pretty don't much. care. Oh, it actually could affect us now. Which okay, I get it. We can... I get it. But remember, too, in the 90s, well, you, may, you actually may not remember. In the 90s, we were complaining that who was America to... Who was America to have to take the moral high ground to have the audacity to even contemplate thinking about policing the world? Right. So well, I'm just saying, but they, they put that in the story in the yeah, show. Yeah, does, yeah, right? no, no, no. And I get it, and I do get it. But there's always the other side of that story too. Like, yeah, who cares about you when you are just kind of doing whatever? But to me, like that that plot could have been a bigger thing. Like, okay, yeah, of the whole, oh, it totally could have. But then they just. They glossed right over that. They mm-hmm. glossed right over. They glossed over so many different yeah. potential story points. Like, oh well, right. maybe this is the point. No, well maybe this is the point. No, 
So what is the point of the movie? Dwayne Johnson superhero movie. And that's Money. it. That's it. Yeah. Which is funny because that's exactly the point that they're arguing against in the movie. We're only going to do this thing to make a little bit of money now instead of planning and having 10 years of greatness where people just love us. Yeah. It builds our brand. We we affect the world. We affect our sales both in the comics, in the movies, in the uh, HBO stuff. Yeah, in other mediums. No. And nothing. Now, can we get out of this maybe a JSA HBO show? I'd be cool with no, that. I'd be um, cool with that. I'd love. I'd love to see more JSA well, stuff because if they want to use the streaming service like they did with Peacemaker, okay, we saw this movie and now we're gonna fill in some more with this character. Have more of Adam Smasher in a TV show. Have him the interest between him and what's her name? Uh, Cyclone. Cyclone. Have that. Have that sort of thing. Or them <laughs> maybe a show fighting the new Doctor Fate with a JSA or something like. Yeah. Do something like that because we don't need an. Uh, because there's so much to be done. You can only do so much in a movie versus it can fill out a show a lot better. Right. Sure, but we've already seen that equation work out in, in, in the MCU. Just restart the Justice League and then go from there. Well, I think that's what they're doing. That's why they did JSA for this. Like, oh, we need a team to fight him. But the thing was is that they're But not all, the A team. That's a different team. They're, <laughs> they're all kind of lame anyway. Like, one of the things I, I didn't realize I didn't like about uh, Hawkman was... Why are you so arrogant? You're getting your butt beat by everybody in the movie. Well, different iterations of the Justice Society. He was the leader. Sure. And so that, he that's had to fine. have that strong front. So but we we know that because we read these. But, right. but the audience but isn't going to know that. They don't know. And so know. they're going to think, right. who is this guy? So why does he think he's big stuff? Again, with the DC Universe, they don't build their characters. It's like, hey, here's Hawkman. Well, he's this. And for me, I know very little about DC. I know even less about the JSA. So... When we were watching it, Adrian and I would turn over his head like, hey, it's Charles Xavier's school. Because they even had the Blackbird oh, geez, yeah. coming out of the lake front. You like, said oh, that. I'm like, oh, this no. Is, this is the X-Men. <laughs> and then, oh, Black Adam, he, when he first his appearance against the army, they do the slow motion music, him moving super fast. And, and you, yeah. you hit the nail on the X-Men head X-Men first night. class with Quicksilver. Like, you are just copying things that have been done so many times. Like, yes, you can have your own take on it. But, like, it is blatantly copying. Right. Like, oh, all right, well, now I'm going to do uh, a quick action sequence, about five minutes long, five or six minutes of just slow motion, just for the comedic elements of, look, how much I don't care about this or that. Like, I get it, but also, that's my biggest complaint about the Snyder Cut Justice League. We don't need so much slow motion, and this movie had a lot of slow motion, like, random, like, oh, I'm defeating this army super slow. Oh, the kid's about to get shot, so I'll dive in front of the bullet. and while he's while he puts wrong. on the, While he puts on the crown and everything, like... It was such a crutch for like mm-hmm. slow motion, slow motion, slow motion. It's a two-hour movie. Cut the slow motion. It could have been an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. It would have been fine. The slow motion is good to establish things. This is how fast he is. But we and then you just run with it, right? But then it but, wasn't even consistent with that because it would do uh, that big army scene. And then he's fighting the soldiers. You just see him whip back and forth, like not even, nearly as fast as what he showed in the slow motion. Right. And they could have done what they did in Man of Steel with the super speed in that. There's a lot of CGI. If you remember that when movie, they're flying through the city, when when they're destroying Smallville, pretty much. Well, oh, no, there. Yeah, there with the um, Zod's minions. I can't think of their names offhand. Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. But they're you know they're zipping back and forth, fighting each other, and doing this and that. That they actually reminded me of like classic Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, where you see the blur of somebody getting just 
punch. And, they done and then all of a sudden, ass. the bad guy's already standing where right. the blur is about yeah. to hit because right. the bad guy just punched Superman and, you know. Right. And they could have done more of that rather than the slow motion in this. Right. And I think it would have worked. Mm-hmm. I think the sl- do the slow motion to establish how fast they are and everything like that and then run with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Then just have the sped up or everything else. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we already established that's what's going on. We don't need to see it. It saves money on yeah. the budget too. Like, well, we and can- it, it, in dramatic moments, yes, it's, it's I appropriate. Think for diving yes. in front of the bullet in front of the kid, sure. Fine. But when you're diving in front of a bullet, okay, so I'm going to shoot you with a gun, Jared. From here to from me to you, someone's gonna dive in front of it. But while they're diving in front of it, I'm gonna put the crown on my head. I move as I move my hands as fast as a bullet to put a crown on. Come on, that's right. Like unless I'm like the world's the slowest f- bullet, or I've, I'm connected to the speed force and put a crown on. Also, Sonic the Hedgehog did it better. Sonic at the end of the first movie. Oh, I, I, my son loves Sonic. It was a great movie. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Jim Carrey is already going to push. His super speed button on his ship, and when the when Sonic the Hedgehog is like, okay, super fast, he's like an inch away from hitting the button. So close, it's like it's no way to stop him. I I can feel it, and you're stopping me before I actually press it. And so Sonic does his thing, and for like ten of our seconds, which is like one in his seconds, and he hits the button, and then he can go super fast. I'm like, yeah, that. They actually did that right, and it's yeah. a video game right. movie. Right. But if they release it, how much slow motion stuff do you think is going to be in the Flash movie? Oh, uh, Lord. Too much. Yeah, I think it's going to be too much, too. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's a yep. whole... That's and, okay. some of that, new Flash. and some of that I will be okay with a lot of the slow motion stuff. If they... If they have if they, everyone else moving in that slow motion time period also. Like, if well, we no, see, no, no. I'm okay with if they have, like his speed force time where he's, you know, going at a normal pace and everyone else is like standing still. If they do it stuff like that, I'd be more okay with it. Explaining it with the speed force, not slow motion for the sake of slow motion. I'm going to catch this bullet, you know, because they are going to have to have a lot of that in the flash movie, but it's, it's, I'm scared of how, since you mentioned that, of how much they're going to use it, and it's going to be not mm-hmm. unless they have another speed villain. We're okay. It's them moving through the speed force super fast while everyone else is in the background standing still. You know, so it could yeah, be, cool. and that's what I'm hoping for. Is yeah. if the whole movie takes all of ten seconds, we see the whole movie. The, the whole movie happens in the speed force, or that could be cool. That would be cool. That or, could be cool. Well, I'd be cool with it is if we get opening credits, DC, whatever. The screen flashes really fast, roll credits. And then it goes, like, it does, like, a fake credit roll. Then someone's like, okay, we'll back it up a little bit. Then they, like, you saw the whole movie in the first 10 seconds. Okay, but. But then they back it up, and then you actually see it in actual. None of them ever break the fourth wall. Yet, at this point. I mean. You're going to make Barry break the fourth wall? Because that's has to be Barry. Well, I think we have a narrator just see well, a, big, a big flash, and then. Barry from the Justice League, which. I think, yeah. I'm saying that Black it'd be, Adam. It'd be a cool way to see, like, <laughs> okay, here's everything done. That was the whole movie, and here we go. Yeah. Like that's the opening, the opening scroll or scroll is like, okay, here's the whole wrong, movie done. Wrong universe. So, and like you see the whole, even the black and then like a bunch of words flying up, done, and then you actually get the opening sequence, like ten minutes earlier or something like that. Right. Where then you get that'd be a fun thing to do. Like, yeah. Oh, this is showing how fast it actually takes place. Sure. In real time. But again, if the whole movie takes place during the, in the Speed Force, that could. If they write it well, and somebody somewhere can, 
and here is the evidence. Yeah, but it's already written. I, I, at this point, I don't. Yeah, oh. and with uh, Ezra Miller well, being, and and yeah, they're not they... gonna be all in this in this time of uh, the Speed Force because they already had what Keaton's gonna be in it as Batman still. I think so. So like they're gonna have non-speed people in it. Yeah. So we're getting Flashpoint that bubble. Yeah. Now we could see, oh, we could see. Okay, here, how about this? Instead of the whole, you see the whole movie, you see a little bit real fast, Flash, credits, but that Flash was during the time, during while you're in the Flashpoint period, which mm-hmm. undoes time. So like, okay, we're going to do that, and then undo, cut, paste, here we go. And now we fill that in that gap of what's going on. Yeah. With the pocket universe of sorts. But uh, back to Black Adam, um, I didn't think it was bad overall. Mm-mm. It was fine. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. It was very cliche. Yeah, very cliche, very, very... There are things I didn't expect, like how yeah. they turned uh, Ishmael into a demon. Like, I was not yeah. expecting Oh, that. yeah, that yep. was good. And like, that oh, was he was the twist. descendant. Uh, I did not see him. Be- I thought he was just a random henchman. Yeah, we, we yeah. knew he was going to be a bad guy. Yep. We did not realize he was going to um, be that, the bad guy. I right. think they left a little bit hanging with Intergang, um, because Intergang, it's international. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the underground mm-hmm. mafia. It's, you know... And it's just like he was a mob boss in that. He wasn't the mob boss. And it's like they just left the inner gang hang. I wish there would have been an after credit scene with, you know, inner gangs now entering Metropolis because that's where they're mostly known for is doing the uh, Metropolis underground crime. And that goes back to the whole point of establishing your universe. Right. Because no one knows who inner gang is, but I'm like, oh, sweet. Inner gang is in this. That's awesome. You well, know, not even that, but like, but no one else gave a damn. The other elements of the, of the, of the, okay. of, the of the movie. Why did the, Etheril, the rock, not the person, the, the, the material, the, the uh, mineral. The blue gem. Stuff. Why did that hurt black Adam? Who knows? It's a magic no, I know or, that. Yeah. Or you know that. Right. But, but I don't know lot, that. It's not a movie. Yeah. It's a lot of head care to there's solve a lot that. Of, yeah. There's a lot of these points of information that can be really critical. Right. It could be the vibranium if of the you MCU or are whatever. a DC fan, you would like this movie. But then you don't get anybody else exactly. except by getting these casts. Exactly. Unless and that's, you cast these rocks and other right. people, Pierce Brosnan and, and that's what's and wrong with the DC mo- u- u- or cinematic universes. They don't establish anything. So we Reach. get the them copying X Men with the mm-hmm. school of existence. I didn't put that. I didn't place that one. You said you it. I'm it. just like, oh. And we, we have the, the Flash yep. speed moment uh, sequence. Yep. Yeah. Also, we have Star Wars speeder bikes as well. We see the yeah, speeder yeah. bike scenes <laughs> flying through and everything. Like, yeah. And I do like the fact that, like, do you not have doors where you came from? Well, of course we do. That's how we get out of our rooms. Like. How many times did you say when well, I watched it, like, stop, use a, use a door? Yeah, and then right. they acknowledge, like, okay, this is the rule of three. We did it three times, and they finally acknowledge, like, okay, yeah. that's cool. I'm glad they did that. Yeah, but they didn't push that. Like, later in the movie, it's like, oh, this callback joke or something. No, they told the joke, moved on. I loved it. I wasn't a huge fan of the home aloneness of the kid trying to, like, escaping through the secret entrance and exit out of his room. Yeah. And, like, oh, well, he, while Dwayne Johnson's slowly levitating down the eleva- the stairwell, he's on, he's on a skateboard, goes down the stairs, on the skateboard, down the stairs, like, just... Just walk. Just right. walk. Like, yeah. We get it, you're a skateboarding kid. Right. Like, there's just some things that, like, okay, you're overdoing it, but not... You're not going so far it enough almost, that it's funny again. It, it's yeah. borderline offensive. It's annoying. It's, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And it just, 
Again, and it's easy to complain about this stuff. There's a lot of things I did like about yeah, it. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, the fight scenes looked pretty good. They yeah, looked they looked great. They were slow motion. Especially when the, he's speeding after the bikes and everything. When that wasn't slowed down, that was a lot of fun. That was, yeah. That and was the, really cool. All of a sudden, he's in China. Yeah. Wait uh, a minute. You were just in right. the Middle East. Yeah. I love the mom saying, we don't solve things with violence. They're like, or I want you to teach him violence. Well, who is going to teach him violence then? Right. Like, <laughs> different yep. things like that. Okay, that's good. And he just kept killing the henchmen and stuff. You just but randomly I, throwing them off right. the right. But that I was do hilarious. like, yeah, but I, I do like how they made Black Adam a villain. They it did. Was, they they didn't. didn't make him an anti hero. He was just, his son got killed, who was the champion, and he got the powers and everything. He's he the went, Punisher. He went after vengeance. He's, he's the, the Punisher. Punisher. He's the Punisher. Yeah. He's the superpowered right. Punisher. So basically, and that's not a hero. Yeah, he's going to take up. But, but as, I don't think it's an anti-hero. Right. No, it's not they, an anti-hero. They he's made him, just somebody with powers who will kill you without thinking twice. To me, and they changed and, him. They didn't change him. They they he's not a, a, he's not a dictator like he is in. Well, the I think they, they were made building a villain. to that. I they think made, if they did a Black Adam too, he would be Kandak's dictator. They they made a villain who sees there might be a different way of doing things. A little bit, yeah. But you're right. He, he's yeah. still a villain. Yeah, they they did and not. It would make not him. be a stretch. And that's what I was afraid of. They're, I'm like, okay, they're having the Rock do this. I'm like, he's not a good guy. He is a villain that is strong enough to stand up against Superman for the for a good choice, you know, good chance. That's, and. I wanted them to keep him that way. Now, I would love, I doubt they'll do this, but I would love to see Shazam and The Rock's Black Adam in a movie together where they actually do go at because it. Because I don't want, I do not want Black Adam versus Superman. I no, don't want I want, it, I want to see Shazam versus Black Adam mm-hmm. because that's your core right there. Because that's the sibling rivalry, right. too. We were yeah. both given the power by the wizards. Right. And I'm the Black chosen Adam, one, no, I'm the one now. Right, you're not worthy of this, you know. But they're... They would have to make Shazam win, but they're not going to make The Rock look that, that weak. But and, you know? and so that's the interesting thing you brought that up is is one of the things that we've always said about Dwayne Johnson is he knows exactly what he is. Yeah, he is an entertainer, right? Right. right. And one of the things that I really enjoyed him was his flying. Oh yeah, he never touched the ground. Fine. But and like he, I said, he did eventually. Like he did in, in certain moments. But what I mean is, he he, I, he must have practiced. But I think that something. was a subconscious type thing for the character, also. No, no, because he he's always flying, standing above everybody else. Correct, correct. Know? But so the Rock can do it. Yeah, he 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 managed to keep that pose of like. Holier than thou, yeah. better than you, which is type down. thing, which is kind of wasted on him too, because he is a charismatic person. Sure. So, like, when you have okay, play the straight man the entire time, like, that's kind of a waste, right? But he did point. it. I think he, he did, did it, it really well, and, and he I didn't was half play his normal rock role, right? And I was half expecting just let's just yeah. do a callback to that that eyebrow thing right. that he used to do, I mean, we, just we, for fun. And we got flashes of his charisma when he would randomly throw people, like, oh. When he dropped the the guys he was interrogating, yeah, I knew you'd catch him though. Like we got right, we yeah, had, we had glimmer of that. Like oh, yeah. I was being sarcastic. Like right. we got glimmers of that. Where he it was okay, metaphor. Okay, uh, Dwayne Johnson, play Drax that can fly, play Superman Drax. Yeah, yeah, somewhat. Yeah, yeah. I'll agree with that. Uh, I don't want to, but I, I do. I mean, <laughs> but it, I mean, it worked. He just it did worked. It. He yeah, did it. it worked. He did it first. What's his yeah. face? Baptista did right. it first. Another wrestler. 
Yeah, Dave another Batista. wrestler. That's another so, wrestler. Who's who's the guy that we never see? John Cena. Oh yeah, you can't see him. Yeah. He was in the, he was in this entire movie. He he, he did him. he yep. did he did good in 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 that Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's what yeah. he was Peacemaker. That's what I said. He did yeah. the show Peacemaker. And was, Peacemaker show was I loved it. For don't, what it was. For what it was. Again, it, it wasn't a great show. It's a James Gunn action flick is what it, it is. It is. It is not. It's not a cinematic masterpiece. Hey, I want to get into DC's movies and TV and stuff. That would not there. be the first one I'd recommend. It is. It if would you be, like Deadpool, you'll like that show because it's right, the same. That same style. Same he, uh, uh, junior high humor. Yeah, humor level. Yeah. So, but overall, um, I'm going to kick this off. Alex, what do you think of Black Adam? What would you rate it? Uh, three out of five. It's a movie. It's fine. Now, compared to most other DC movies, oh, it was good. And I get what people are like, oh, this, you know, they're finally on the right track. Well, finally on the right track doesn't necessarily mean good. When it's compared to, when you compare it to garbage, good is not great. Right. It's just, it's still, right. it's still okay. It's still it okay was, movie. It would have been better if they had an established universe and established like inner game this is the first time most people have probably even heard of them outside of the comic world uh dr fate uh, if you didn't watch smallville or some of the cartoons and stuff like that you're probably not going to know who that is either you're not going to care hawkman most people don't care about hawkman <laughs> sure. so, the way he f- yeah flies it was so terrible on screen when he's like okay, hovering he's just okay. bobbing up and down any even the cartoons never did that well uh, there is no good way to do no. that Mm-mm. because it's a human with with wings. big wings and if you're hov- they don't work well. well if you're flying that's fine but when you're hovering and your wings aren't bird, flapping birds don't hover except for hummingbirds and they fly really fast yeah. so like and he's he's trying to do like the slow like right uh, majestic flaps, flaps of the words like it just flaps. looks bad so it's like he's right. just, the actor's just bobbing on a string there like okay I guess I'm flying I'm hovering right uh, so. but in one word to describe Black Adam meh yeah Adrian a two out of five because of all of the the the, the plot points missing the lack of establishment it could have been a great four or five yep but because of all of that other stuff uh, yeah. Who cares? If they had a, I'd agree with that. If they had an established uh, uh, set, if the, if Doctor Fate had been established already, that could have been a huge mm-hmm. moment. Like, oh my gosh, they killed off Doctor Fate. Sure. I mean, even before you, you know? asked me, Adrian, like, did they establish these guys before? Nope, that's no. their first time on screen. Yeah, my boss said and it. They've got the rock because yeah. it's the rock, and, yeah. and he he campaigned so hard for that role. Sure. Yeah, uh, that and was I his thought pet, he did good. Project. He did great. Yeah, yeah. but and, I know my boss game? won't go see the movie. Yeah. I know Laura, she won't care. Like, because I even asked her, like, do you care if I see it without you? She's like, not really. Like, cool. All right, Adrian, I'm yeah. going on Sunday then. Um, I give it a three. Um, also, probably. I could go four, but I'm a huge DC fan. I can see arguments for four for fanboys. Right. I can see that. I loved when they were started introducing Intergang, but you're right. So many plot points were missing and no establishment and stuff like that. It was, it was hard to care. And, you know, Jared, you follow DC better than both of us. Um, in the comic books, is Jessica Waller Task Force X the equivalent to Shield for DC? Because that's what they're doing in the, in the uh, DCU. Is they're saying, okay, that's basically Shield, and she not, is Nick Fury. Not really. Um, uh, she's a so okay. It depends which comic or cartoon or wherever you're coming from. It's she's like the leader of Checkmate. Checkmate is a black ops uh, government project kind of like or cadmus maybe if you want to call it cadmus it's been a lot of it's the same exact thing they just start spreading things out task force x is the suicide squad 
that Cadmus or Checkmate or whoever Amanda Waller's in charge of at that time, yeah, goes out and does. They're not this global security force or anything like that. Like they established in this, because that's what they've done. That's what they're trying to do in this. Um, Yeah, I've never seen them as a global entity. They're always like an American, almost underground. Their funding is off the books, you know. So They're a police force. Yeah. A but, superpower police force. Okay. I'm just making sure because like – To do missions that probably will get you killed. Because I was definitely Suicide getting – I was definitely getting like, oh, she's Nick Fury is what I'm getting at. And especially with the whole trying secret, to establish the her. secret base with yeah. all these other prisoners yeah. and everything. Like, right. Oh, now, I she-Hulk. can't think of the actress who's playing She-Hulk – or She-Hulk. Amanda, uh, Amanda Waller. Waller right now. But she's doing a phenomenal oh, job. Oh, she's a great actress. She's, um, she is nailing that and, role. And she, she's yeah, being awesome at it. She does a yeah, – yeah. It looks like she is she – is that role which is great but is it really necessary or are you just trying to okay we need to establish this as that and that's yeah. that's if that's what they're doing fine it just seems a little like eh, okay apparently it's again okay that's marvel that's marvel that's marvel that's marvel and i get marvel and dc have always copied each other in comic books but not to the this main stage in front of the whole world where everyone can see it and can say well wait a minute i've seen that and this yeah and if you and the more comic accurate they try to remain, the more you're going to see that. Right. Well, it's just, so, it's a race to whoever it, can get to it first. Yeah. And Marvel's gotten to it first. I mean, DC changed what's his name in Wonder Woman, where basically the villain is Purple Man in Marvel, but we already saw that in the Jessica Jones show. The oh oh. Um. Where where you can do mind control? Where it yeah. says like oh, grant me your wish thing. Like yeah, that was. In the comic books, he's Purple Man, basically, also. Yeah. But like, nope, we don't want to do a complete copy. Oh, don't go into Wonder Woman. Too. I'm just saying, though, yeah. like, that's, there are, they that are, rough. they can flirt with changing things. Yeah. It's up to them to do that. Definitely. Have the guts to do it. Right. It's Viola Davis. Oh, she's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yep, that's, I love her. Yep. She's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. There's so. a, there have been roles that she's played where I don't like her. But the role is meant not to be liked, which right. is good. So it's cool. So she's Great, working as an actress. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In pro wrestling terms, there's good heat versus bad heat. You're supposed to hate them. Now you hate them for the right reasons or the wrong reasons. Okay, you hate her for the right reason because yeah, you're yeah. not supposed to like her. And yeah. she's played some pretty. Uh, I wouldn't go so far as saying heroic, but very strong characters. Like, oh, I don't like that you're right. I don't like that I understand why you're doing that mm-hmm. the wrong way. Type yep. of character yeah so so you said you three also right? yeah i'd go three yep it was fine yeah it was not a waste it of was time. it was fun i've i've watched worse you know? movies that i spent more money on right but <laughs> so uh, looking at you fantastic four so it's <sighs> time for the part that jared you always, remembered you always forget because normally. you remember you I reminded remember you like three me times. three times earlier heroes so. of the week be it superhero mm-hmm. or otherwise so jared why don't good you go night ahead? everyone jared why don't you go <laughs> ahead who is your hero of the week i'm copping out i'm going with tom taylor after reading deceased again it he is such a good writer i have not read a thing that is bad from him you know i'm sure there's something that's going to come up sometime where i dislike or something like that but injustice the the peter pan book we just read deceased there's just so many good ones by tom taylor he just did that um it was the marvel um, dark ages dark the, ages the trade just that came was out last fun week. That was a fun book. He writes great stuff. So, and he's been doing Nightwing, and Nightwing has been DC's like best book in my opinion here yeah. over the past six, seven months. It's the and one that I know the most about the story because it's been so impactful. Yeah, this entire time. Yep. So, I'm gonna go with Tom Taylor. Cool. 
Adrian, who is your hero of the week, comic book or otherwise? I'm going to go with uh, Nayoto Oshima and Yuji Naka, the creators of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, my son go. has just fallen in love with Sonic the Hedgehog. The two movies have been much better than they should have been. Yeah, considering they were fun. The, the 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 history of video game movies, right? Um, and even we're getting. I, I didn't even. I wasn't even planning on referencing the speed force quote-unquote in sonic the hedgehog and that's what they should do in the f- next flash movie or yeah. whatever or anytime they use anything speedy like that like no sonic the hedgehog did it right yep <laughs> pay attention yep so uh and my hero of the week is going to be hugh laurie uh who played house in the show house for mm. however many years uh because i've been watching on hbo there's a new show, newish. The second season just started. Uh, Avenue or yeah, Avenue Five is a sci-fi show where it's it's basically Gilligan's Island in space, hmm. where they're on this uh, first ever yacht spaceship that's supposed to go like around Mars and come back. It's supposed to be like a three week vacation, and it goes horribly wrong. Um, they get off course where it goes, oh, a three-hour tour or three-week vacation is now going to be a three-month, three-year. Crap, it might be 30 years. I keep screwing up in dumb, hmm. funny ways. It's a great comedy show on HBO. Uh, if you have HBO that access. Out. That's going to be fun. Uh, but Hugh Laurie plays the captain. I'm going to use quotes on this, the captain of the ship, because he's actually an actor that the company hired. Like, oh, you be the face of the company while we have, you're pretty, you know, you're handsome, you're, people love you, you're known for this, that, and the other thing. And we're going to have all these random crew people actually running the innards of the ship. Like, so <laughs> the command deck that you see is just lights and buttons that do nothing. <laughs> so there's a real crew awesome. that's underneath, that's in the lower deck, that's actually controlling the ship and everything. It's really funny. I enjoy it. And who does he play? Uh, he plays the captain. The captain. The, like the, the real captain the or the actor? The, 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 the actor captain. captain. And so when, so when he's doing his actor, fun. When he's doing actor job, he's full American accent and everything. Like, oh, I'm the leader and blah, blah, blah. But like when he's out of character, he goes back to his natural British accent. Oh, cool. So like you tell when he's playing the role of the captain versus when he's himself the the guy. Oh, that's got to be fun. It's mm-hmm. really fun. Um, I think the first season's only like six or eight episodes. Go check it out. That um, sounds fun. Uh, I'm 90% sure it's called Avenue 5. The I, same, he played basically House in the movie Tomorrowland, uh, just kind of very, the cynical android thing, person, th- robot, whatever. Uh, so it was hard to see him as anything else. So it'd be really interesting to see him as not House. Well, yeah, it is Avenue 5. And like, he's freaking out too. Like, what are you doing? And like, like oh, Captain, save us. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. Uh, sure, we'll do this. And uh, it's so it's Hugh Laurie and then Josh Gad, I believe, is the the billionaire Jeff Bezos esque character mm-hmm. that is in charge of the whole company, and he's a major buffoon in this as well. And it's it's a fun show. Yeah, I enjoy knows it. how to play that. It's a half hour show or half hour episodes. It's it's really good. I enjoy it, and it just brings me lots of joy. There you go. Uh, but yeah, best thing I can come up compared to is Gilgan's Island in space. And I'm sold on that. Yeah. So uh, so with that, we'll say, again, next week, Jared, what book are we reading? I forgot already. She-Hulk. She-Hulk, Volume thank one. you. It, it is the most recent <laughs> She-Hulk book. Um, do I have the creator? Do you like how he me? calls me out like mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know what's actually going on. <laughs> uh, I'm just here for the food. The author is, it's by Rainbow Rowell, or Rowell, R-O-W-E-L-L. 
Yeah, you've so, given it some good reviews, so yeah. I'm, I'm excited to read it. So it's specifically, the title is She-Hulk Jen again. So if you can, if you want to search by that subtitle, it's easier to find. Uh, but it's fun. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we'll be back next week. Laura will be back. Jared will be or Adrian will be out. Jared will be here. Barring any complications. Yep. <laughs> uh, we'll probably still be recording up here in the living room. So if the audio is off in the next few weeks, we're still working on the basement. And it's just, it's a lot less echoey up here than it is downstairs right now. It's a lot like echoey. Yeah. 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 Uh, and hopefully then people talking to the mic consistently instead of back and forth. They're yeah, adjusting. Yeah. You mean we can't talk all the way back here? Yeah. You're making editing real fun with that one. Uh, <laughs> just cut that section. Yeah. Out. We'll see what happens. Uh, but in the meantime, we will see you all next time. Of course, we leave it to Sonic the Hedgehog to figure out the speed force. And, and Superman is at the end. We're getting Superman versus no, Black I, I, Adam. I, 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 I.